Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Sirius XM. Channel 80, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, the two gentlemen who usually occupy these seats, Chris Canty, Chris Carlin, uh, they're, they're shifting their focus to the NFL draft. They'll be anchoring the ESPN radio coverage of the NFL draft at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Anywhere you can get ESPN radio. So, keeping those seats warm, nesting for the big fellas. Aaron Goldhammer in Cleveland. I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. You can join the conversation on the CC call-in line, 1-888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And get your GM hat on, okay? Whatever your favorite team is, call us. Let us know who your team should be taking. That should be taking, because you can throw out all the mock drafts you want. Trash those. Who do you want to see your team take? We're going to welcome in a, a member of the 2008 NFL Draft class, Harry Douglas, who hosts the show before us. Some people call it Fitz and Harry. Other people call it Harry and Fitz. No big deal. But Harry Douglas is with us on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. He's going to be part of ESPN Digital's NFL Draft coverage. And I, I know we're not pulling a gotcha on you here, Harry, uh, because you saw the the tweet from Jameson Hensley, our ESPN Ravens reporter, just like we did, and it's cryptic, but sounds like in a good way for Ravens fans. He says, just got a text, quote, good news on the way for the Ravens. What part of you feels like, Harry, maybe we finally have some resolution, potentially, potentially, to the Lamar Jackson situation? Well, I think that's the only thing up until this point that we can think that that, that text means. Uh, but I think for me, I actually need to see if there's a contract going to be in place and Lamar Jackson is going to sign it, or I need to hear from Lamar that he's going back to the Baltimore Ravens, or I need to hear from the Baltimore Ravens. Nothing against, nothing against Jamison, but I think when you look up to this point, I think those are the next steps moving forward from that text from Jamison Hensley. Harry, if the Texans don't take a quarterback at two, on this ESPN digital draft coverage that you're doing, what is your reaction going to be? First, I would say wow. Um, but I also look at them having a defensive-minded head coach and understanding what the San Francisco 49ers have built the last few years from the defensive side of the ball, right? Uh, defensive coaches, they, they don't get too excited, even though they probably should, about the quarterback position because they're so focused on defense. Not saying that Miko Ryan isn't focused on the offensive side of the ball, but when you're trying to build out a defense the way or something similar to what you had in San Francisco, then you're looking at that pick at number two as a game changer, someone that can go sack the quarterback, especially when you have, especially when you're in the ASC and you have a lot of these quarterbacks that can make a lot of different plays. You're looking for someone that can go uh, minimize that quarterback from that defensive line position. But at the end of the day, I believe the Texans should take C.J. Stroud if Bryce Young goes number one. That's, that's, that's how I feel about it. He's Harry Douglas, host of uh, Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Uh, and for the guys are Aaron Goldhammer and Randy Scott here on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. So to, to your point there, Harry, it, whether it's quarterbacks or the guys 
who are out there whose mission is to chase down quarterbacks, edge rushers, interior linemen, whoever it is, who is best equipped to do that? Who's the best defensive player in your eyes in this draft? Well, to me, that's Jalen Carter, right? He's a guy that could have been the first overall pick in last year's draft, but he wasn't eligible to come out. Now, I understand that you have some of the concerns about things off the field, but when you have a talent like that that can disrupt from the interior and it, it allows you know your your defensive ends and your and your outside linebackers to have one on one matchups, and it allows your inside linebackers to be able to shoot gaps because he's taking away uh, a lot of that space and occupying a lot of it by you know double teams that may come upon him. Then that's something to be said for, and that's something to, to be uh, to reckon with. But at the end of the day, also when you see two guys like Will Anderson Jr. and you look at a Tyree Wilson. Harry Wilson is about 6'5", 6'4", 6'5", 275, can play defensive end, outside linebacker, can play defensive tackle. And I don't even think he's reached his potential. You look at Will Anderson, who's had 34 and a half sacks in the three years that he's been at Alabama, um, a guy that led the nation in sacks in 2021 and tackles for loss. He's another guy that's versatile and can move around and do a lot of different things on the football field. Um, it's going to be very enticing, especially at number two for Houston with Danico Ryan's being their head coach. Harry, give us a team not high on the quarterback radar that you think could actually take one in the first round tonight. Uh, well, I would I would say this, uh, fellas, if it's not one of the teams in the NFC or the AFC that have a quarterback that can compete with any of those guys, then you should be high on the radar to take quarterback. Point blank, period. Because if you don't have one of those guys, it's going to be hard for you to actually compete for a championship. Uh, we see what Jalen Hurts was able to do last year with the Philadelphia Eagles. We see what Trevor Lawrence and what he was able to do once he got with Doug Peterson. But you have so many dynamic quarterbacks, especially in the ASC, that if you're in that conference, you know you got to have a guy just to compete and be on that level when it comes to the playoffs. Harry Douglas, host of Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Uh, with us now, I want to get to the to the wide receivers, and I think we have time for both of these. So, in, in your eyes, Harry, the first round can't miss. Teams will be making a mistake if they don't draft him. Wide receiver in this class is who? Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with two guys. I'm gonna go with Jackson Smith and Jigba. I'm gonna go with three: Jackson Smith and Jigba, mm-hmm. Zay Flowers, and Jordan Addison. And that's nothing against Quentin Johnston. I just love smaller guys that can beat you at all three levels mm-hmm. um, that are, you know, predominantly route runners. Like, that's what I'm big on. You look at Jackson Smith and Jigba, you look at his three cone, he ran a six five seven. Well, that equates to getting in and out of breaks when you're lined up in the slot. And he played a lot in the slot. And I don't want people to think he can't play outside because that's what a lot of people thought about Justin Jefferson. Uh, when it comes to a guy like Zay Flowers, I just think he's a smaller version of Stephon Diggs. I love the way his stop and start, the way he gets in and out of cuts and breaks and able mm-hmm. to stop on the dime, can take the top off, can beat you at all three levels as well. And then Jordan Addison, he can play inside, he can play out. He has the home run ability. Doesn't have the top end speed, doesn't have the 4-3 speed, but he's football fast. Uh, he's sure-handed. Belitnikov Award winner in 2021 with Pitt. And the thing I love about him the most is that He's versatile when it comes to football intelligence because he's been in multiple different, uh, multiple offenses while he's been in college. 
All right, he's Harry Douglas, Jonesboro High School, Tampa, Florida area, and then we get to Louisville and then draft night 2008, man. I hope it brings back good memories for you. And, uh, again, you can see him on ESPN's, ESPN Digital's NFL draft coverage tonight. Appreciate you, Harry. No, thank you, guys. All right. Harry Douglas joining us as all guests do on the CC call in line, 888-729-3776. That's 888-SAY-ESPN. Okay, so to further support here, Aaron Goldhammer, what yeah. we saw from Jamison Hensley, uh, right. Jay Glazer from Fox Sports also tweeting a non-draft scoopage, his word, mm. not ours, hearing there's been major progress between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Source close to Jackson telling me if, wow. no, if no hiccups, deal could be done very soon. Wow. Any day now. What, what do you think changed? Maybe the market getting a little clearer. I think somebody had to be the first quarterback deal. So I'm talking about Jalen Hurts here. The first quarterback deal, major quarterback deal, after uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson that wasn't yeah. a fully guaranteed deal. From from my understanding, there was pressure either from Lamar, Lamar and his camp, whatever it is, to sort of stick up for all future and uh, quarterback deals, to, to feel, feel pressure to keep the guaranteed deal train moving forward. And I right. think NFL owners clearly locked in and said, hey, we're not responsible for Jimmy Haslam's mistakes. That's a Browns issue. That's a one-off. Well, I, I think that's what the NFL owners decided together, uh, whatever you want to call it. But my guess here, <laughs> my guess here is if this got done, that the Ravens kind of got together with Lamar and they promised him something that he really wanted, like maybe the most money in a contract in NFL history, even though it's not the most guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. And that if that's the way they decided to work it out and balance it, that that could be a win for everybody. But uh, I don't, uh, he's not going to play for the $32 million non-exclusive franchise tag. I think that what, what Jay Glazer is reporting here and what Jamison Hensley is alluding to is that there is going to be a long-term deal done mm-hmm. with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I don't think it's going to be anything to do with signing that tag. A long-term deal, and that could put to bed in the same week the two soap operas and dramas longest running like days of our lifestyle that we've seen in this NFL offseason Aaron Rodgers and now potentially Lamar Jackson we'll keep you updated the very latest that we know you'll know it as we do it's Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance protect your family your phone and your furry friends with life electronic device and pet health insurance Swing the legs, up and go, double, splits a shot, gets the bounce. The teardrop from Brunson, and yes, how'd he do it? Hicks by 12. For the first time in a decade, the Knicks are moving on to the second round. Knicks fans, you've waited a long time. Celebrate, hock your horns, it's happening. (laughs) Knicks are moving on in the playoffs. There's still a lot of work to be done. We have a lot of areas to improve upon, so we're looking forward to the next challenge. Aaron Goldhammer, Randy Scott, ESPN Radio. That sound courtesy of 98.7 ESPN New York. It's Canty and Carlin, also on your uh, Sirius XM Channel 80. 25 years ago, Jeff Van Gundy was clinging to the ankle of Alonzo Mourning, Game 4 of the Knicks and Heat Series. And now, oh, did they have some awesome <laughs> 90s battles. Now the focus here in 2023 is on an entirely different Knicks ankle. How's that for a tease? Uh, New York, congratulations. I mean, it's been a long time 
since yeah. the Knicks have had a playoff series win 2013. That is such an exasperated yeah from Aaron Goldhammer because it does, unfortunately, Aaron, come at the well, cost of the Cavs. I, I mean, here's the thing. like They're celebrating winning a playoff game outside Madison Square Garden like they want to have a parade down the canyon of heroes every single time it happens. And at some point, they're going to have to actually have a higher standard for their team and their organization. It's been a long 10 years for the Knicks. Let's leave it at that, okay, since they won their last playoff series. It's been a, been a long, hard grind. So congratulations to all the young Knicks fans who've never seen their team win a playoff game. or what. You're kind of embarrassing the Walt Clyde Frazier, Willis Reed generation with the way you're reacting to finally winning a playoff series. But listen, not just that they did it, the way they did it. That is New York basketball, pushing a team around, making Jared Allen and Evan Mobley look Charmin soft, and Mitchell Robinson becoming the second coming of Moses Malone, Jalen Brunson. They deserve a ton of credit for the way they played that series. They dominated it in every facet, and I think they've got a chance. I mean, I don't know how they're going to handle Jimmy Butler, but I think with home court, they've got a chance in this next series against Miami. I don't think anybody's handling Jimmy Butler. You're absolutely right about that. I mean, uh, Drew Holiday couldn't do it. He's one of the best defenders uh, in the NBA. The the news about Julius Randle's ankle, because to your point, Aaron, being able to dictate physically and impose your will on a yes. Cavs team that is not lacking in size necessarily, I think some maybe some backcourt uh, defensive lacking liabilities. Lacking in toughness, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Defensive, uh, and the, the Heat are not lacking in toughness. Mitchell Robinson's not going to no. push Bam around like that, I can guarantee you. That's not happening. That's a great point. Uh, but Julius Randle did roll his ankle again. It was the same ankle uh, that yeah. cost him so much of the stretch run there for the Knicks. You could look at it, hey, glass half full. The Knicks are experienced having to play big games, clutch games, without Julius Randle. But I think as the competition clearly gets better, as the toughness gets better, the Heat will let you in games offensively. I mean, Miami had struggled. Miami was like 25th from the three-point line during the regular season. Played a lot better in the postseason. We'll see if that continues against New York. But Julius Randle's ankle, apparently, this is according to Ian Begley at uh, SNY, who covers the Knicks for them, says that sources are telling him the early impression is the sprain is not as severe as Randall's prior ankle ailment. Missed two weeks okay. on that previous ankle injury and still returned uh. for Game 1 of the Cavs series. I mean, realistically, Hammer, how low is how, how much lower is the ceiling for New York if Randall is forced to miss any time? I mean, a lot lower. He's probably going to be an all-NBA player this year. He's probably going to be one of the 15 best players in the NBA is another way to look at that. Okay. Now, he did not have a great series against the Cavs. E- every other Knicks player went off, but he was inconsistent at best. I think they need to get some contribution from Randall to beat the Heat. Do I think he needs to be the best player in the series? I don't. Because I think Brunson has proven to be very playoff worthy, but I don't think they can get this done without Julius Randle. No, I, I, Miami is giving up home court as they will throughout the playoffs, however far they go. I mean, this is going to go through MSG. Uh, potential game seven is at Medicine Square Garden. Can you, I mean, shoot, even game five at MSG would be tremendous. Uh, the vibes in that building for a series against the Cavs, all due respect, uh, they were just so starved for playoff basketball to be back, right? Uh, and right. to be and to be uh, relevant. I'm curious, given the fact that Donovan Mitchell ends up in Cleveland the way he does, given the fact that Knicks fans had convinced themselves for uh, at least three seasons that they were going to get Donovan Mitchell, does beating Cleveland 
justify the Knicks not well, landing Mitchell? No, no I, I don't think quite yet, Randy. I, I got to see the Knicks have all these assets. I got to see what they do with the assets before I decide whether they were smart and not trading for Donovan Mitchell last year. You know, so uh, th- at some point they're going to make a deal. And if they end up getting, I don't know, Giannis or Luka with those assets, then yes, they made the right decision. If they end up trading those assets for, let's say, Carl Anthony Towns, <laughs> then I will roast them for not using the assets to trade for Donovan Mitchell. The The last 10 days, if you use that to be the thing to tell the story, I'm not sure that's totally fair. I will give the Knicks credit. They evaluated Jalen Brunson as a big-time player to want, and he was the best player in that series against the Cavs when everybody, including me, thought it was going to be Donovan Mitchell. They accurately did so. They did so in the face of being a punchline for a while. Wait, he got how much? Oh, of course the Knicks had to do that. I remember a discussion topic where it was, have the Knicks fallen off so much that they have to overpay for that level of talent and not a superstar because Brunson had not established himself as such. If they beat the Heat again, if they beat the Heat in the postseason and move to the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, I think that Brunson signing could go down a, a yeah, lot. A lo- it's, you know, it's one of the best. It's one of the best. It truly could. Now, there's an exit there for the Cavs. There's an exit elsewhere for the Bucks. Obviously, different expectations coming in. Uh, Milwaukee as the one seed in the Eastern Conference, the regular season champion in terms of best record in the regular season. So home court advantage through the NBA Finals would have gone through Milwaukee, but that road is now closed thanks to yes. Jimmy Butler in the heat. When you're assessing disappointing exits, because I think uh, any first-round exit's disappointing, Yep, which one hurts the most, Cleveland's I mean, the or Cavs, Milwaukee's? The Cavs are a really young team that no one thought was a championship contender. The Bucks collapse hurts more because their title window is kind of closing in certain respects. So to me, by a long shot, what happened with Miami and Milwaukee is the biggest disappointment in the NBA, not just this year. It's one of the biggest laydowns, choke jobs, disappointments in my mind in NBA history. They were my pick to win the championship the the Cavs even if they got by this Knicks series you know the thought was then they'd play the Bucks and probably get schooled and then take the next step in their progress development the Bucks are the bigger disappointment because they were the team between the two that had the championship aspirations they had the championship pedigree as well been there done that right battle tested Mike Budenholzer a great you know strategist Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was going to carry this team once he got back healthy it turns out you can't be without your best player for three games uh, and, and and force a Game 7 if you're Milwaukee. That surprised me. You know, Chris Middleton went for 33 points last night, and that wasn't enough. I think uh, Drew Holiday deserves a share of the blame uh, for failing to show up offensively while also being somewhat of a, a defensive liability, at least as it pertained to Jimmy Butler. You know, I mean, Butler had this sort of Faustian uh, <laughs> deal with the devil going against one of the best defenders in the league, and he cooked him. He had 98 points in a two-game playoff span the most Unreal. since Michael can, Jordan can, can you imagine being a Wisconsin sports fan this week where your football team trades Aaron Rodgers and your basketball oh. team chokes away and incre- you know oh. with double digit leads in the fourth quarters of both game four and game man. five one of them at home mm. I mean man what a rough week to be a sport you gotta oh. go order a giant block of cheddar cheese <laughs> and a big thing of 
new Glarus spotted cow beer and just <laughs> hang in your basement all weekend. I was going to go Lenny Kugels and some cheese curds, but you stepped it up a little bit. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Randy Scott. Uh, after that first round loss to Miami, now what does the future hold for Giannis and the Bucks and the men who helmed the bench there in Milwaukee? Algonquin for the good land, just not for the Bucks. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. and Carlin, the podcast. Jimmy to the rim. The catch put up. It's in. He caught it. It made it. It's done with regulation. We're tied at 118. The Miami Heat advance to the second round. They are just the sixth, eighth seed to defeat a number one seed. We were resilient. We were down late. So we stayed with it. Got some stops. Made some huge buckets and stayed together. That's it. That's Hemi Butler right there. Hemi Neutron. Himble into Magoo. It's Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. I think I think there's legs on the Himble in thing. I, we're going to workshop it. I get no reaction from the control room. That's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> Canty Carl. I, I think they're just talking about the breaking news that just went down. It is tra- it's yeah. done with Lamar and the Ravens. The the Ravens have tweeted, and Adam Schefter is reporting, five-year contract extension, 
and all of this drama ends with Lamar. Con- I mean, the Ravens won, right? I mean, the, the this was not a Lamar Jackson getting a record guaranteed money deal. I think this is a big W for the Baltimore Ravens, Randy. It's exactly the opposite of what Lamar wanted. If it's not a fully guaranteed deal, that was what Lamar Jackson was angling for. Continuing that progression of quarterback contracts following the Deshaun Watson deal with Cleveland. And uh, yeah, Adam Schefter tweeting out one minute ago, Ravens now have announced they have reached agreement with Lamar Jackson on a five-year deal. Uh, that tweet coming one minute after Lamar Jackson's new deal with the Ravens will be for five years per source, tying him to the team through the 2027 season. And it was a tremendous point uh, from from you, Aaron. It's Aaron Goldhammer, Randy Scott, and for the guys, by the way, Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, that the Odell Beckham Jr. signing seemed to be a real momentum swing toward getting this deal done. No doubt. I think this was sort of the sea change moment. Everybody was wondering why they gave Odell as much money as they did. And now we find out that I think they were really buying back some loyalty from Lamar Jackson. That that really, you know, when we saw Odell and Lamar on the FaceTime calls together, Randy, that that was that was a huge turning point. And now I wonder if Lamar also got some assurance about what the Ravens are going to be doing with their draft pick tonight, because now they can make a selection and I bet you they're going to be looking at another wide receiver to try to just upgrade the talent around Lamar. I mean, who's the best receiver Lamar Jackson has played with in his career? Hollywood Brown? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not like he's been loaded with offensive playmakers and weapons. No, Hollywood Brown would probably be that list. It's a short list to be sure. Uh, Baltimore set to pick 20... Is that 23rd? 23rd overall. I wonder, you know, we heard Harry Douglas earlier on Canteen Carlin uh, talking about Zay Jones, talking about Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think I think Jackson Smith and Jigba's gone by then, but Zay Jones may be there. But that kind of fits in with, you know, he hasn't had a prototypical NFL receiver. He's had smaller, you know, quick, almost like glorified slot receivers there so far in Baltimore. And it would right. seem in the Devin DuVernay script and the Rashad Bateman script that Zay Jones would be in that fit. So we'll see. Right, Zay Flowers. What, what, excuse me, Zay what, Jones. What, Zay Flowers. Yes, yes. What? Why do you think Randy Lamar? I mean, he demanded a trade um, less than a month ago. Okay, on Twitter in the middle of the owners' meetings, he was taking such a hard line and saying, "I want to make this about the history of the relationships between quarterbacks and governors and owners in the NFL." Why do you think Lamar decided ultimately to acquiesce? I think the Jalen Hurts deal moved this toward a resolution. I think the fact that Jalen Hurts, so in this in this line of young quarterbacks absolutely getting that bag, we're talking about Justin Herbert, we're talking about Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson. And the first one of those guys to cash in was Jalen Hurts, and it wasn't a fully guaranteed deal. You know, this thing coming in, when was Hurts' deal? Was that last week, two weeks ago? I mean, that was... That's 110 in fully guaranteed money at the at signing, and 179 million in guaranteed overall, right? Yeah. So yeah. now that we know that, when, so, when you factor in like the injury guarantees and stuff, injury yes. guarantees, so does Lamar prices right that? Is it a dollar more? Is it 10 million dollars more? You know, we don't know what that number is going to be, but now that we know it's less than fully guaranteed for the life of the deal, Aaron, right. I feel like that was what got this done. Also, I think Lamar realized that he wasn't going to get what he wanted, Randy. I think he realized that while players hoped that the Deshaun Watson contract in Cleveland 
changed the game forever and always with the way quarterbacks got paid, that that's not the way this was going to go after Kyler Murray and his deal and Jalen Hurts and his deal. It became evident that the the Watson thing was going to be a one-off, unique circumstance because Mm -hmm. there was a bidding war for his services, and the only way the Browns were going to convince him to come to Cleveland was to give him a historic contract that maybe will never be given again to quarterbacks. So then Lamar had to start asking himself, am I willing to sit out a season like there's there's no market for him outside of what was going on in Baltimore. Nobody wanted him. And I think all these teams are going to end up with egg on their face that they didn't try to capitalize and take advantage on this. Randy, what were the Atlanta Falcons doing? Yeah. What the heck were the Washington commanders doing? What were the Indianapolis Colts doing? Like, are they really all that excited about Will Levis? OK, enjoy Will mm. Levis, Chris Ballard. It might end up costing you your job. There was a window to get Lamar and all those teams just decided to be loyal to Steve Bashotti. I guess, right? Right. Is well or or just loyal to their own bottom lines. I mean, you you did not use the word, you know, uh collusion earlier. Uh we've hinted at the fact that there was some understanding, we'll say, among NFL ownership that they were not going to go down the Jimmy Haslam path, right? Not going to go down that path and fully guarantee a deal for a quarterback. So yeah. Was it the was it the, the the honor amongst and I'm using honor in air quotes amongst NFL owners that prevented teams that so very clearly had quarterback needs? You can't if yeah. you're Washington, you can't tell me in in a vacuum Sam Howell over Lamar Jackson. If you oh are Atlanta, God. you cannot say Desmond Ritter over Lamar Jackson. You can look at the contract and say, hey, I'll take quarterback competence at you know, ten million a season, twelve million a season over Lamar at what could be forty. I mean, we're still waiting yeah. for the deal. You know, the details of this deal to come out. But right, and and that's going to be the interesting piece of it. But I mean, all those teams. He's forty-five and sixteen in the regular season, Randy. So I know there are questions about playoffs and Super Bowl and pocket passing. Some of that stuff to me is ridiculous. I'm terrified of Lamar with two minutes to go on his own twenty-five in a tie game. So that's what I say is the definition of a franchise quarterback. Again, he's 45 and 16 is his record in games that he started in the regular season. He was available and nobody wanted him. And that's why he's ultimately going back to Baltimore. Randy, I'll I'll say this. Not one pick has been made yet in the 2023 NFL draft. The Baltimore Ravens are already the big winners of draft day. Like the uh, Eagles were when they traded for A.J. Brown. You know, that that move coming in, that move superseding any draft pick on the board. Uh, and who knows what Baltimore does now with that 23rd overall pick. I mean, really, I mean, do they do they come up and try to get more wide receiver help if they feel that strongly? Do they try to package it uh, and get them some help? I don't know. I, Offensive it's, line help? But I, yeah. I would look at a receiver, you know, if, they, if Jackson Smith and Jigba is there, for example, which I don't know if he's going to be. But if he is, I would expect the Ravens to run to the podium with that card. Yeah, yeah. So again, it is Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. He is Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Randy Scott. Joining the conversation, okay, it's your turn to play general manager. Let's say you're a Ravens fan. Now you know you don't need to address the quarterback spot even in your wildest dreams if you thought they were going to part ways with Lamar. Tell us who your your team should draft. It's 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Much more on this Lamar Jackson deal with the Ravens and what it means for the rest of the quarterbacks looking to cash in. Aaron and Randy in for the guys. Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Ah, no words on this one. All right, I wasn't sure. Go ahead and make your money. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Series XM Channel 80. It is an appropriate rejoin considering the bag that Lamar Jackson just got. Is he and the Ravens have agreed on a five-year deal? That according to uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter, citing sources saying that Lamar Jackson is uh, now tied to the team through the 2027 season. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Randy Scott. And for the guys, Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And SiriusXM Channel 80 is presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join the conversation on the CC call in line 1-888-STATE-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Who's next to get paid? At the quarterback position, Jalen Hurts' run at the top was not even a fortnight long. And then also, it's your turn to play GM as ESPN's radio, ESPN Radio's coverage of the NFL Draft begins at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Who should your team draft tonight? You can call us again, 888-SAY-ESPN. We mentioned Adam Schefter, though. He's our ESPN senior NFL insider. This was moments ago on NFL Live talking about the new deal for the quarterback in Baltimore. Now the team officially has announced a new five-year agreement with Lamar Jackson tying him to the Baltimore Ravens through the 2027 season. Not difficult 
to see this coming, when you hear that the two sides are making progress, which is something that they hadn't done for quite some time. They've talked about five-year deals back in September. They talked about three-year deals during the offseason. And now the two sides reach agreement on a five-year deal. We saw the Jalen Hurts deal get done a couple of weeks ago. Now we see the Lamar Jackson deal get done next, right before the draft, right before some of the options that people speculated on would dry up and leave Lamar in a situation where really him and the Baltimore Ravens needed each other. This was the deal that made sense for both sides, and they struggled to come up with a deal for two years. But finally, Lamar Jackson had a chance to test free agency. The market, I don't believe, was what he thought it would be for whatever reason. And so in recent days, talks started up between the two sides. And today, officially, the Ravens have announced a new five-year agreement with Lamar Jackson, tying him to Baltimore through the 2027 season. There is so much to get to. Again, that was Adam Schefter moments ago on NFL Live. Aaron, when you look at the fact that Lamar was chasing an established number, that changed, right? It changed from the fully guaranteed deal that Deshaun Watson got in his own division, and it came down to earth. I don't want to say down to earth. It makes it sound like people are losing money here. Uh, Teams are. But uh, it came down a little bit to a a less... Uh, I don't know, stomach-churning number, I guess, from NFL ownership perspective with what Jalen Hurts got in Philly. That, to me, is what nudged this thing across the goal line. I am fascinated to see, though, because we're seeing, again, tweets that Lamar is the highest-paid player in NFL history, and that can mean different things depending on how you look at the numbers. I'm curious what the average annual number is going to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the terms of this contract are going to be fascinating to find out. One of the most interesting things about that Schefter soundbite that we just played, mm. Randy, is this idea, for whatever reason, that nobody was really interested in Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, I, I wonder if the Browns had missed out on Deshaun Watson. And let's say they hadn't, would they have been the team that then would have taken the uh, Lamar Jackson from the team in their own division and brought him to Cleveland? Wow. Because ultimately, the Ravens, in order to win this, they had to get all the other owners in the NFL to buy in to what they were doing. They got an assist from the Falcons and the Commanders and the Colts and the Titans Mm -hmm. and all these other teams that are desperate for quarterback play. Those teams actually helped Baltimore keep Lamar Jackson by not creating any market for him whatsoever. Is there anything I'm saying in that that you think is is wrong? No. Because I, I, I don't I hope when they have crappy seasons, all those teams fans are holding their owners and management accountable and responsible as the Ravens go to the playoffs with Lamar and Lamar was available and they were just like, meh. We care more about money than we do about winning, which yeah. I, I know I, maybe that shouldn't come as a surprise, but I thought these teams were competing against each other, not all in it together to try to set up a rigged system. I say I this. No, I would, I would put the Raiders on that list as well. You know, you left you left Las Vegas off of that list, and I appreciate you for doing it, but the Raiders should have had more interest in Lamar than they did. And instead right. they went the cheaper, more injury-prone route, and they got Jimmy Garoppolo, and we'll see how that 
pans out for them. But yeah, there were at least, I mean, I could probably think of eight teams off the top of my head that should have made serious overtures to land Lamar Jackson. And instead, the Ravens get to keep him and the Ravens don't have to pay that fully guaranteed deal to do so. I think this also speaks, once we get the numbers out, we'll see exactly how much of a win it is for Lamar. But the fact that he got this done without an agent. Yeah. You know, that had been held against him. That decision-making had been called into question for so long, and this deal still got done. It did, and I think that he would have been well-served to have an agent through the process because I don't think that he got ultimately what he wanted. That's not, that isn't to say that Lamar Jackson is going to be wanting for anything, Randy, but he's not going to get the guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson got. And in in that vein, the big winners of this draft before a pick is even made is Steve Bashotti and Harbaugh and Eric DaCosta and the Baltimore Ravens. Now, they may have already started the regular season with a win as well. You win draft night and you keep your quarterback. We're going to hear from Lamar Jackson. We also expect to have the numbers on this new deal. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio on a big day for the Ravens. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.